Welcome everyone to Electra Podcast. Thank you so much for deciding to tune in and to listen. Listen to me talk to myself. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am so grateful. I truly am. And I'm so happy that I'm not alone anymore and I can share my thoughts with other people, hopefully like-minded people. And I'm sure that those exact kind of people will find my podcast and find this channel and you know and I am just so thrilled that we can use this medium to communicate with each other yeah so today I may sound a little bit tired because it's been a long day <laughs> a long day working and talking and it's just been a bit mental here in London where I live and just a little bit of a dis disclaimer, I live next to a relatively busy street, so you may be able to hear noises, you may be able to hear people shouting cars, such as this one, or, you know, fights, stabbings, it's London after all, I mean, I don't know, it can happen, anything can happen. Anyway, what I want to talk about today is about manifesting, because I have recently had of a big breakthrough experience with my own manifesting journey. I mean, I sound, I sound corny when I say journey, but I don't know what else to call it. Crusade. I don't know. <laughs> manifesting crusade. I've had a breakthrough moment. I have very recently manifested some of the most intense things and, and they have just all materialized at once in front of my eyes and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But I guess more importantly, what I want to talk about today is why your manifestations may not be working. Why they may be pending. <laughs> why it may feel like you're in a slump. And why it even feels like that there's no point. Like, what's the point? Right? Well, today we're going to talk about the point. And... As a little intro, I would like to say that the ideas that I will be presenting and the kind of knowledge I'm bringing forward is not original. It's not from me. I am just the messenger. This is just all research I have done. This is from the books I have read from, you know, the late night self-talks <laughs> that I've had with myself figuring this stuff out and getting to the bottom of it this is what i've listened to and this is what i have established so far and what worked for me please don't think that this is my doing so i want to talk about a book which of course it changed my life but i want to go as far as to say if you read any book if you only read one book in your life make sure it's this one this is one of those books that if you find it at the right time, if it, well, it finds you, to be more accurate, if it finds you, it will change your life completely. Not only your life, it will change your mental makeup, you know, it will change your spiritual DNA. For me, it was, my, my life broke into two, two uh, fragments. One of them was before the book. And one of them was after. So currently I'm living, of course, 
and after the book, and I, I listened to it. I, I, I like to listen to this book, and I listen to it frequently. So the book is called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovel. This book was written in the 1920s, if I'm correct. It's an older book. And just starting off with the title of it, what I can imagine a lot of people thinking is, what a strange title. The Game of Life and How to Play It. I could totally see how some people would find it even offensive, how they would be, you know, just upset about the fact that someone is calling life a game. How could you do that? How could you call life a game? How could you trivialize it so much? How could you be so patronizing and call life a game? Life is not a game. Life is hard. Life is terrible. Life is suffering. Blah, 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 blah. We all know that talk. So it's very natural that most people, when they don't hear about this book in their right, in the in the right kind of point in their lives, they will react. They may react very negatively to it. They might have a complete adverse reaction. <laughs> they have a complete allergic reaction to this book, and I know for sure. I myself, I would have had a completely um, repulsed uh, reaction to it. Just two years ago, when I was um, in the dark, when I was, I don't even, I, I don't even, it doesn't feel like it was me. It feels like it was a different lifetime before I was born. <laughs> so this book, um, there's a bit of a story of how, how I got to read this book and how I listened to it the first time, but that's for a different time. Anyway, what I took away from this book was that the reason why my manifestations weren't working was because I wasn't praying enough. I wasn't meditating enough. And I wasn't listening for the answers of what I need to do right now. Because you can always, I mean, you can write down your affirmations. You can visualize all you want. But there's something at the base of everything you need to do, which is praying and going within and meditating. If you don't create the space in your mind, an empty blank canvas where you can paint your life, then you will never be able to finish the picture. If your mind is clouded with distractions and worries and hate and resent and all these emotions, because manifesting is an emotional thing. It's spiritual and it's emotional, okay? If your mind's clouded with all these things, you can write down a million affirmations a day. And you know what? It may take you somewhere, somehow, but it's not going to give you those hard-hitting results and epiphanies and breakthrough tower moments. And um, yeah, <laughs> by the way, if you don't, if you're not familiar with, um, for example, you know, like tarot cards and things like that. When I say things like uh, tower moment, I've had my tower moment, then this may not be the podcast for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> because I don't have time to explain every time when I say something, when I'm referencing tarot cards. I'm, you just have to have, you know what, you go and do your research and then you come back if you want. 
if you want. Anyway, where was I with this? Jeez. Oh, I'm so forgetful. You can really tell. I've been awake since 5 o'clock this morning. <laughs> yes, so if you don't do the legwork of creating the right headspace and, and mind work, and, you know, it's like going to the gym, but for your spirit, then all the affirmations, all the vis- visualizations, no, visualizations, I do apologize, English is my third language, <laughs> I struggle with the long words sometimes, um, <laughs> then it's not going to work, so, and I'm, I'm slowly moving towards the point, and I'm slowly moving towards my breakthrough moment of why I realized my manifestations weren't working, and as soon as I clocked it, well, as soon as I heard it, and I will explain in a minute, minute what I mean when I say I heard it. It only took a very short period of time for everything to just unfold beautifully and effortlessly and flow open. Just boom. Here it is. That's it. There you go. It's like I unlocked the code. It's like I was fiddling with this safe and and I'm trying to figure out the code and I'm frantically trying to open it and trying all different combinations and I'm getting fed up and I'm getting frustrated I'm getting angry I'm starting to bang the safe I'm starting to freak out I'm starting to cry I'm starting to be like I don't even care about the stupid safe (laughs) but then as I was listening to this book every day the game of life I mean as I was listening to it and I was praying, and I was going within, and I was asking very directly for my spirit guides, and I was asking very directly to God, just give me the wisdom that I need. Tell me what I need to do. What am I doing wrong? I'm doing something wrong. I know I am. <laughs> I know there's something wrong. I, I try to talk in my, you know, I'm, I'm trying to talk to, to God, and when I say prayers, it's like an actual conversation I have with God and myself and my divine conscious and infinite intelligence. And for you to understand all these terms, you just need to read the book, okay? I'm just not going to be able to explain it to you the way that it just gets conveyed in this book, okay? It's without explanation. It's, you know, not, not needed. Anyway, what am I doing wrong? And then I heard, release expectation. Hmm, release expectation. Well, I thought I have to, ex- I thought I have to expect it. I, hope, I, I thought I, I need to not only believe it, but also expect it, you know. No, 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 no. You don't expect it. Because what is expect, like, what does expectation mean? It's saying... Something is not there yet. I'm expecting, you know, you're expecting a baby, you're expecting a package. It means it's not there yet. Something's not happened. You know, the, the, the giveaway, the, the transition hasn't happened. You're expecting. So what you're really saying is that it's not there yet. And listen, that that is the biggest killer in manifesting. <laughs> when you say things like, I want, I want, I want. Or if you say, I expect, I expect. Or if you... If you send out that frequency of expectation, then it's not going to work. I can tell you right now, <laughs> it's not going to work. Instead of expect, expecting, you need to believe. Believe. Truly, truly believe. And then 
relax. Hard. It's the hardest part is to relax, especially if you want something badly, especially if you have that dream and that goal and you're like, when is it happening for me? When am I going to be there where I want to be? And exactly that type of thinking is blocking you from your true potential, from all your all your blessings that are yours by divine right. All of those, you cannot access them if you have that mindset of, when is it going to happen for me? Now, it's only human to have these thoughts. It's only human. You know, we're not psychopaths. We're not machines, manifesting machines where... You know, we just send out this perfect frequency at all times. We have this high vibration and we always have the perfect thoughts and nothing bad. You know, we're human. We're imperfect. But what you sometimes need to focus on more than just your goals is create the right frequency, which is for me, which was for me to release expectations. So I just heard it. I was just praying like any other day, morning, noon and evening. I was praying a lot. And I just heard, just release, release expectation. This was at a point in my life where I was working hard for my goals. I was trying to manifest a big relocation, a big move to London, big city, you know, very uncertain grounds, very uncertain waters, I meant to say. I was trying to manifest the perfect job. A job with a lot of satisfaction and money and just status and everything I wanted. I was trying to manifest, I mean, big chunks. (laughs) Big chunks I was trying to manifest, you know, I had big orders. (laughs) And then I just had to learn to release. And how did I do that? And what happened? And why was it so important? When you say release expectation and you really release the expectation or I mean the the beginning of what you start to do really is once you become aware of it what you need to do is just make that your affirmation and release expectation I release of all expectation of all worry just release I give it into the hands of the universe or God or whatever you like to call it okay I've come up with a little phrase and it goes, expectation is the thief of joy. You know the the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. And I will say, when it comes to manifesting, what is lethal is expectation. It's franticness. It's this, I want it, I want it so bad. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So once you've become aware that you may be expecting something rather than believing in it. That you're constantly checking. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And you can't find it. And then you just sit down. And you don't give up. And this is what, for a lot of people, it may feel like, well, does that mean I'm just giving up? I'm giving up my affirmations. I'm giving up my, my my, you know, my, um, what do you call my visions, my visualizations visual work and all of that I'm just giving up that no you're not what you're doing though is you're just recentering a little bit you know you're gonna re- you're gonna focus on on releasing that expectation releasing that fear releasing that resentment of why it hasn't it happened yet and then you can focus on the rest and to be honest what happened to me was about June no July June actually June June time 
when I was so <laughs> obsessed with, you know, I was getting up five o'clock in the morning, I started my job search and I was doing all the research on how that, how do I make money and all that, just trying to absorb all the information. I was completely obsessed with finding a job in London and moving to London, completely obsessed with it. Nothing was working. I was just, I felt like I was just, as the British say, pissing against the wind. It was just <laughs> getting depressing. And then one morning, sunny morning, I was walking to, to my work then, and I just said, I just release. I just release. It'll happen. I don't know when. It's happened already in a different, you know, um, in a parallel reality, it's happened. That's how I kind of look at it. It doesn't really matter. You know, everyone has can have a different perspective on it, right? But, you know, to me, I always say the way I believe, I get myself to believe that this has happened already. I believe that there's a parallel of me and of my reality and everyone's reality where that is already there. And I just need to get this ladder or, or I just need to make them, not ladder, I really just need to get them to... F- Flow, flow together and just combine and then it just materializes into one so there's just me just release just relax chill out enjoy yourself laugh be grateful for for the sun for the warm wind in your face for the warmth for for, you know, the colors you see, for the smells you, you get, you know, the, the tastes, the flavors, just enjoy your being. And here comes the offer. About a month later, I was calmed down a little bit. <laughs> comes the big offer for me. Hello, this is the company you applied for about a month ago and you probably f- completely forgot about us. But we would like to invite you for an interview. Your application really stood out. And I was like, oh my goodness. This was one of those jobs I applied for that, in a way, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm punching too high here. I'm not going to, I mean, not that I'm not going to get this job, but it was more like a kind of, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll send my application there just to see what happens. You know, it wasn't like, this is a job I could definitely do. It was just, okay, this sounds like a really cool job, a bit too cool, <laughs> and I want to try it. I never forgot about it because I never even thought about it anymore. And that's, again, that's another little trick is when you write down your intention, when you write down your goal, and this is not the affirmation work part, but the intention and the goal, you write it down and you forget about it. And that's the hardest bit. And that's where people are like, what? Why would I forget it? If I forget about it, how is it going to happen? Well, that's not your concern. <laughs> How it's going to happen is not your concern. Okay, you know what? Put this on the list, okay? So we have expectation is the thief of joy and it's, the, it's a lethal to manifesting. It's lethal to breakthrough in your, in your, transform, in your transformation. The next thing that is definitely not going to work is, um, my goodness, what did I say? So it was expectation. <laughs> And yeah, and um, not forgetting and, and wanting to know, demanding to know or requiring to know how it's going to work. So let's say you want, you know, you have your, little, you have your goal. You say you want, um, 
I don't know, you want to become a a painter that lives in New York in an apartment and just does that creatively, just makes money and doesn't work in, in an office or anything. You just write that down and that's it. What you don't do, <laughs> what you're not going to do is start thinking, well, but how is it going to work? But how will I pay the bills? But how will it even all start? No, 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 no. That's not for you to worry about, okay? You don't worry about that. That's the universe's job. They, look, they'll figure it out, okay? What you need to do is just relax. Just believe. So don't expect and don't try to figure out how it's going to work and how it's going to materialize. Because, listen, it's, it's one thing, <laughs> the one thing that the universe will do is surprise you, okay? Um, okay, let's continue. So the job offer comes in. I had forgotten about it. I had just written down in my intention and in my affirmation. I did have an affirmation that said I do wonderful work for wonderful pay, wonderful service in a wonderful way. And I like to have that as an affirmation because it's just easy for me to remember with my ADHD brain. <laughs> and somehow it rolls off the tongue. And if it rolls off the tongue, it, it resonates in your mind and your soul. And that's, that's what you want in, a, in an affirmation. So feel very much free to make up your own, you know. Okay, comes in. Forgotten about it. Here it is. And to be honest... Once I saw that offer, I kind of felt this, this is happening. This kind of feeling in your gut, this like warm, fuzzy feeling of, oh my God, this is like in, in, in the roller coaster when you go up and you get this like, oh my goodness, this is going to be crazy. That feeling came up and I was like, okay, well, I don't get too excited. I'm just going to go for this because as you job search and as you go for interviews, it's, listen, I get tired just thinking about it, you know, it's the most energy consuming and time consuming and this, it can be so disheartening, you know, trying to apply and you get rejected and you don't even hear back from, from places that you really wanted and it's, it can be, can be painful. So here comes this one and I'm like, okay, this looks good. I don't get too excited because I don't get too, you know, I don't get disappointed. Fast forward two months. I got this job. And just let me let me put this into perspective a little bit for you, okay? I was living in the Highlands of Scotland, which is so up north in Scotland. It's you know, you know where Loch Ness is, the you know, that Loch Ness monster. I was living 20 minutes from there. It's so provincial. <laughs> it's so out. It's like the outback but in Britain, you know. It's far out, man. And it was a tiny town, which was not, not like a tiny town, but, you know, a, a small town. It was beautiful and everything, but I just needed a big city. And that's why I'm at London. You know, why London, that can be a whole different topic for a different um, podcast. But anyway, so let me put this into perspective, how fantastical this whole thing was. Me having no experience whatsoever as a office worker with software or anything like that nada I mean I had three years of solid working experience in a completely different industry completely different <laughs> um, the only thing I had was a good attitude and, and of course I convinced them and they just had for whatever reason they just have faith in me <laughs> that I can do it so I get this job 
Okay. And for so much more money that I, I used to make. I mean, it was exactly what I asked for. It was wonderful work for wonderful pay, wonderful service in a wonderful way. So suddenly it all just goes so quickly. I get the, I get the call and says, we want you. Just, you know, we would like you to offer um, an offer of employment. This is your salary. Are you happy with your salary? And I was like, all right, okay, yeah, well, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, and then I move, and I move to London. And one thing that I'd also written down, and I also had forgotten about in my goals and my wishes, was I'd like a room in a, in a Victorian house with big windows and wooden floors and high ceilings. And I wrote that about five months ago. And five months later, now, I am sitting in a Victorian house in London, in a room that's so big. I mean, I could, I could skateboard in here. <laughs> it's huge. I have wooden floors. I have not only one big window, I have two humongous windows in my room. I have high ceilings and a chandelier. So not only did I get exactly what I asked for, I got so much more. And it all unfolded within months once I released that expectation. So that just shows you the power the power of what happens when you decide to just let go and you just say you know what universe you just do your thing do your thing you know what you're doing (laughs) okay yeah so that's what I wish for you as well actually another thing I would like to add on my little hacks when it comes to manifesting and reaching the things you want to reach is and again this is not original knowledge this is something that is around you can find it you're gonna probably this is not gonna be the last time you hear it if you are on this you know kind of trip to learn about this and it's um when you write down things you want to write them down in bait like in in very exact detail that's why i said you know, in my, my, my little manifestation booklet, I said, I want a Victorian house, a Victorian room, okay, in a Victorian house with high ceilings, with big windows and wooden floors. I mean, I could have even gone into more detail, to be honest. I could have said, you know, I want the floors to be a certain color, I want it to be oak or whatever, and I want the windows to face south or whatever, and I want, you know, um, the door to be north or whatever you know I could have gone into more detail and actually I would recommend it and now that I write down things I write it down in great detail because then the universe knows exactly and then it's even funnier when you see it just come true and but something I just cannot verbal just cannot capture with words is the the fascination when you actually realize damn everything came true Everything I hoped for for months, and when I say hoped for, it's the wrong word, that I worked for and that I tried to attract and everything, and it's here. 
and you're like, frick, <laughs> I don't want to swear. If this is possible, if this is what I did, then anything is possible. I can attract absolutely anything that I want that is mine, that is mine already. I just need to f- just let it come to me. Anything. And I want that for everyone who's doing this, this manifesting and trying to transform their life and trying to, yeah, to just turn it around, you know. I want that for everyone. I want that amazing moment of it's all here. It's all now in front of me. It's materialized. I want that for everyone. It's the, it's the most ecstatic feeling in the world. It really is. So I hope that this was a interesting podcast to listen to. It's still a bit short because I'm still new to this. I've never done anything like this before. And I still have a bit of an um, imposter syndrome going on, thinking kind of, well, who the hell do I think I am talking and making a podcast? You know, who cares? No one will care. And I tell my brain to wrap that kind of thought up instantly and be like, you know what? No. It doesn't matter. Even if I am the only person that does this, you know, listens to this podcast and it's just for me, it's just for me. And um, then that's the way it should be. There's nothing wrong with it. There is no requirement of anyone listening to it and it doesn't add value to my work. It doesn't add value to my, to, you know, a creator if there's a lot of people listening to it. Yet I am very grateful for anybody who decides to to listen so thank you very much everyone who decided to tune into electro podcast thank you so much and i will hear you next time well you will hear me <laughs> i'm slowly starting to um, lose my thoughts here i'm just going to go and take a shower and i'm gonna go to bed and do the same thing tomorrow again <laughs> thank you so much guys God bless. Goodbye.